All right, let's welcome in our health and wellness expert, Laura Sanctus, who joins us at this time each and every Thursday. Follow her on Instagram and go with your gut and listen to her right now here on the radio. Laura, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. Happy to be on. All right. Well, listen, we're going to talk ahead of the long weekend here about alcohol consumption because, well, it usually is up during a long weekend, of course, in the province. But uh, I think uh, it's been up over the last uh, couple of months that there's uh, been people uh, indulging a little more in in alcohol. Definitely. I think for a lot of people, they just can't stop thinking, is it five o'clock yet? Uh, When can I have that glass of wine? I think because everything going on with COVID right now, a lot of people are feeling stressful and anxious. But um, a lot of people are even forgetting that the long weekend is coming up, and I did myself too until I realized, oh, this is going to be a great topic to speak on this week because a lot of people I find, and Jess and team, you guys can definitely share with me your thoughts, but I find a lot of people are turning to alcohol, A, because it's so readily available, and it's also socially acceptable. I know we're still social distancing, but people at home, um, you know, after work, they want to have a glass of wine or two or three, but a lot of people are using, and we see this even when things were the way they were pre-COVID, using alcohol as an excuse or a reason to drink or to celebrate or even to escape. So we see a lot of these patterns. Are you are you finding this? Like, do you just see more people, um, are they reaching out saying that they're drinking more? Yeah, well, you know what? I only just know by it because uh, going by the LCBO, this is just cursory. Like, I mean, look at the light. We're just talking about are people going to be willing to line up when these retail stores reopen on a Tuesday? People have certainly been willing to line up and wait and wait and wait for their alcohol. Yeah, and, and when, I've seen that. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's okay. Go ahead. Okay, well, I was going to say, and when people do reach uh, for the bottle, can you kind of tell us a bit about what goes on uh, with the body and body chemistry and why people, particularly when they're feeling anxious or maybe even fearful during this time, uh, they find it to be such a release? Yeah, and I was actually thinking, those are great questions. I was thinking, you know, it's so readily available, and we see these people lining up for alcohol, but do we actually know uh, alcohol's journey and how it affects the body? So alcohol is actually made with ethanol. And that's a molecule that is responsible for making us drunk. So that's the active ingredient in any alcoholic beverage. But to kind of sum it up without getting into too much of alcohol's journey, what happens is that it lands in our stomach and that it's absorbed um, through our bloodstream, first through our digestive tract and then the small intestine. So as it travels through our, our stomach, our stomach has an impact um, and absorbs most of the alcohol. If we've been eating food already. You may find, and a lot of people find that when they consume alcohol on an empty stomach, that um, they feel the alcohol hits them kind of right away or instantaneous. And this is due to the level of alcohol that reaches uh, the blood. So if you have, if you have been drinking on an empty stomach, which I don't ever promote, but if you have, you may feel that um, you're more sensitive or that it will hit you harder. And that's because there's not food to kind of impact that. Um, Then alcohol hits our liver, and then the liver actually breaks down the alcohol, and the blood will circulate, and the liver will try to eliminate the alcohol continuously. So this is our first kind of path of elimination, and this is where it determines how much um, alcohol actually enters our brain and other organs. And that's where we begin to get drunk and have brain sensitivity, and that's where people feel that their emotional, behavioral, and cognitive effects are off, and that's when we become essentially drunk. And what happens is a lot of people don't realize this. Um, A lot of the time we take the body for granted, and what alcohol actually does is that it turns up this neurotransmitter called GABA. 
and it also promotes dopamine where we get this surge or we get this release where we actually feel good. And a lot of people, especially during this time, are using alcohol because they get those surges of dopamine and those release of endorphins, which help us calm us down, especially during times of stress or when the body feels in danger. So that's where we, I find a lot of people are turning to alcohol because they are getting that dopamine effect, that release of the endorphins. But overall, there's tons of studies that show how harmful alcohol is. And it also um, lowers our vibration. So that's just kind of a general terms of how okay. alcohol affects our body. Let me ask you this, because this is a question I've always wondered about. I'm sure a lot of people listening right now, they've often thought about this too. Why does the same amount of alcohol affect people differently? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. So um, especially for women versus men, it affects people differently. Genetic differences in the way our body processes alcohol, the way our liver creates uh, specific enzymes to break down the blood alcohol consumption. So you can be, you can, let's say you and I are the same weight um, and we consume the same amount of alcohol. It will have different, um, different blood alcohol concentrations on our body and we will absorb it differently based on uh, our genetics, based on our that proportion in our body based on so many different factors. So it's not, um, I think a lot of people overlook the fact that, oh, if I'm having a drink and you're having a drink, it's not going to affect us the same way. Um, But that's incorrect. I mean, everyone will respond differently to alcohol, just like everyone responds differently to diets and foods. Sure. Okay. Overall, is alcohol, is it bad for us? Is it negative for our body? Does it have negative effects? We we hear all the time, uh, please enjoy responsibly, right? Drink in moderation. I think, I mean, we hear that, and I agree with you. I think, you know, if we're constantly turning to alcohol every day after 4 or 5 o'clock, we need a drink. We need to be asking ourselves why are we turning to alcohol. I think that's the first thing. Um, But overall, there's been tons of studies, and alcohol does, again, it depends on the type of alcohol and the amount of alcohol that you're having on a daily or weekly basis. But it's been shown to slow um, neurotransmitters in the brain. It's been shown to trick the brain where it creates this dopamine response where we feel essentially good. It's been shown that it's terrible for your gut health, and it really disrupts your sleep pattern. So it decreases your REM sleep and the quality of sleep that you have. It can cause hormonal imbalances. If you're struggling to lose fat, that uh, alcohol is definitely a factor. So you want to eliminate alcohol from your diet. But a lot of the time, people don't realize this, that alcohol increases our insulin So it increases our stress hormones and it creates hormone imbalances. So if we are feeling anxious and stressed, I would avoid actually having alcohol. We may think that it takes the edge off, but it could cause more anxiety. So that's just something to think about. And as well, as we talk about COVID and about our immune systems, alcohol also weakens our immune system. So you're more likely to get sick, especially if you're over-consuming alcohol. All right, that's a really, really good point. Uh, finally, with the May 2-4 weekend, the long weekend looming here, is there one alcohol to uh, avoid or is there, I don't know, maybe a best choice if people are going to drink this weekend? So if you are going to drink this weekend, of course, drink responsibly. But I would suggest to avoid beer. Beer causes a lot of inflammation and it irritates the gut more than any other alcohol. Um, what- Rob and I are both in the uh, booth just went, no! Uh, he wants to know, even like uh, the low-carb stuff, like the clear 2.0? Yeah, 
You know what? I'd rather go for a vodka or a tequila because it's less damaging, or even a red wine. A red wine is better than a white wine. So, um, and then if all else fails, if you want to completely eliminate alcohol this weekend or alcohol from your diet, try having kombucha and make a mocktail. Okay, fair enough. Finally, uh, tequila. I didn't hear tequila. Tequila, yeah, vodka and tequila. It can be less damaging than uh, sugary drinks, especially the cocktails or even the wine. Finally, some good news. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, enjoy your long weekend. Uh, thanks as always. Appreciate it. Bye. There goes our health and wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Find her on Instagram at go with your gut.